0: I would like to give thanks to the ancestors, known and unknown, those who have paved the way for us to survive this moment of time and to have a reference point to use as a blueprint to deal with these hellish times we are living in. I would also like to give honor and reverence to the woman of the universe for your superior work, for bringing forth the spiritual information through the triple stage of darkness, of your womb, and giving birth to God. We would like to give reverence to the universe and praises to the indigenous. My name is Rahim Shabazz, and this is Necessary Blackness Podcast.
1: Necessary Blackness Podcast is independently owned, and we do not accept sponsorship dollars from corporations. We are supported by the people, such as yourself, who know that in war, the first casualty is the truth. We are at war with racism and white supremacy. We must continue to tell the truth. Support us by purchasing your Necessary Blackness t-shirt by sending an email to Necessary Blackness Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Check out MCJ, musicculture journalism.com. Hip hop is a global movement reaching all aspects of music, culture, and journalism. MCJ is the premier destination for culture-driven video and editorial content around the country. Check out musicculturejournalism.com. Log on today.
1: Wingy Apparel is the latest fly and revolutionary streetwear to hit the market. Wingy is the outfitters of freedom fighters everywhere. Wingy is a Swahili word that means abundance. No one has ever gone broke by giving. So if you have it in abundance, sharing is better than receiving. Follow us on Instagram at Wingy Apparel. That's at W I N G I A P P A R E L. Necessary Blackness podcast every Wednesday at six PM with award-winning journalist and filmmaker Raheem Shabazz. This podcast is only for those who are unapologetic because the mind of the conscious man or woman recognize no monopoly on truth. Truth is relative and always to be sought. The Body Right Tonic is an all-natural detoxer infused with 15 alkaline herbs, seven of which are tonic herbs. The Body Right Tonic is good for anyone suffering from high blood pressure, diabetes, low immunity, or abnormal menstrual cycles. Get you some tonic, man. Visit us at prettywitchy.com or you can check us out at Pretty Witchy or Body Right Tonic on IG. Be well. Peace.
0: Peace and power, Black family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast. Now, this is the time that we're going to take a few minutes to highlight Black excellence. This is another brother that is doing extraordinary things. He has a podcast called Get Your Hand Out My Pocket. And Get Your Hand Out My Pocket podcast. Conveys the unfiltered truth about Africans in the diaspora through social media and independent audio medium to converse about the daily go-ons in black society, black world, and black culture. Also, the brand will look to connect and unify with other grassroots organizations to continue the fight against social injustice, ultimately to give people what they want, to give them what they need. Minister X decided to join the Freedom Struggle in 2015. He rose to chairman of the local organizing committee, Justice or Else, in Albany, New York, and he dedicated his life to African people in the diaspora to create a bloodline of liberators and revolutionaries so ladies and gentlemen let's give minister x a warm welcome round of applause Alright, peace and black pop family, this is your host Raheem Shabazz and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast and today, as I stated, we have a special guest, Minister X. How are you doing, my brother?
2: I'm doing great, brother. It's a beautiful day out. It's another day to be black. That's
0: right. Like Marcus Garvey said, think black, be black, and everything else will work yourself out. For sure. So today, brother, I want to talk and let the people know about your podcast. Get your hand out my pocket. When you came up with the podcast, let people know, because many probably don't know, where that term Get Your Hand Out My Pocket comes from and what was the whole premise of starting the podcast and thus far, how has it been receptive amongst our people?
2: Well, uh, one, I want to thank you for allowing me to come on and, and explain in the basics. Get your hand on my pocket. Basically, the term comes from uh, Minister Malcolm X, uh, Malik el assassination. The assassinators uh, had several teams uh, available that particular day. The one team that made it in without being checked sat, I want to say, fifteen to twenty minutes before the actual meeting started. And they devised a plan to have a distraction in the back of the room. And once everybody moved towards the distraction, the assassinators would go in and exterminate Mr. Malcolm. And the plan worked out just fine. And and the distraction uh, that was used, the term that they used, the words that they used was, nigga, get your hand out of my pocket. Everybody turned and looked at them. Then, you know, everybody knows the history. So I took that term and utilize it for the podcast because most people, when they see me or they hear the title of the podcast, they actually start to laugh. And it's it's strange. I said, we got a funny sense of humor because one of our greatest leaders of all time, arguably was murdered directly after someone saying that, but it connects them with minister Malcolm. And they kind of know based on that premise, what the podcast is for. Uh, When I, became conscious, I want to say, in 2015. It was just, I think, you know, a little after 2014, the Mike Brown uh, assassination, the Ferguson, mm-hmm. right thereafter, uh, kind of pulled me into moving into the Million Man March of 2015. And so it kind of all molded in together. And I was a sports head like most black men. And uh, once I saw that and I seen what the direction of the country was going, I started to get connected to the history. I had seen Malcolm X the movie several times, but it didn't have an effect on me to get involved in the movement. But once uh, Mike Brown happened, once the Million Man March happened, uh, I became conscious. I've seen a lot of Dr. Ubar Johnson, a lot of brothers who won't admit that, but I reference all the people I get information from. I've seen a lot of those two or three minute bits of Dr. Johnson, and I just got consumed with his message. And, you know, I got conscious and I wanted to start moving right away and so I felt alright what do I do with this consciousness how do I act how do I get involved in the movement so mm-hmm. with the idea of starting a podcast how receptive have it been to our people well I think uh we had a discussion before prior hand about uh the local impact because I have it on um I have it on Grand Street uh a local community radio and it's on Grand Street, and I utilize it there. So it's an actual show that plays live on radio. So uh, myself, uh, my other co-hosts, I have multiple multiple different co-hosts. I use it as an opportunity for us to combine our efforts. Other people who consider themselves conscious, other people who have been in the movement. I've had a situation where on the podcast, I've had 150 years of activism combined you know, on the show. Mm. So I go I go out to brothers who are, you know, in their 40s, 50s. You wouldn't consider them elders just yet, but those who are in their 70s uh, and been in the movement since the King assassination uh, on the show. And it's been well received. Like I said, when I go around, people shout out instead of my name, they shout out get your out in my pocket. You know, so the message is re- reaching uh, our local audience, uh, which is good. I want it to continue to increase. And, uh, you know, like we spoke, consistency is the key but uh they love the information because i'm the um, the, what you would call the most radical voice in the city and so uh to have that extreme you gotta have all the extremes we got integrationism we got lgbtism you know allyship uh liberalism we got all that but we don't have the so the so-called radical movement that has been destroyed uh, uh by and large and so i represent that Now, you you talked about having your podcast
0: um, locally viewed. uh, Most people don't know um, that you are the chairman of the local organizing committee, Justice to Else,
2: in Albany, New
0: York. Tell me a little bit about that, and how did that come apart?
2: Well, the LOC, as it's called, stems from the, the original 1995 Million Man March where the minister told the million black men, or two million black men that were there that day to go to your communities and make it a better, safer place to live, to establish all the things that our people need, to demand the things that you need, and at the same time, be able to create something for yourself. And uh, Brother Noura Muhammad does, did an excellent job in one of his interviews to talk about certain specific things that the brothers in the mosque were doing and the other brothers in the community were doing, uh, uh, like uh, adoptions, black adoptions that increased crime had went down you know things of that nature uh, that isn't that isn't talked about when the million man march is brought up uh once again in 2015 he was able to bring brothers back to nation's capital and with that fire uh uh come back and develop a an LOC. and you know, not know you know how people are when thing is new and popping as they say uh, It it'll last that fire lasted five to six, seven months. So when the, initial, when the when the order came out, in 2015, we had about 20, 25 people within the organization. And if you are any, if you are organizer on any level, you really could take over a city with 20, 25 committed people. Give yourself a couple years if you really organize it, you can take the city over. Especially if you got a large contingent of black people. We have about 50,000 in our city. That's enough to take over a city. Uh, but ultimately, again, you have. Different mindsets within the organization, and a lot of times those things aren't able to occur. But uh, I decided to join in 2015, you know, made my bones, as they say. I wanted to immediately contribute, get to know the members of the organization, and eventually ascended to chairman. So uh, that's one thing I like to lead with, so that people know I'm just not someone who speaks on the mic, but I'm actually active in my community. <laughs> that's the sub brother.
0: And also, thinking of activism, you have an event that's coming up. I know you guys are still in the planning stage of it, but you're going to be doing a Kwanzaa event. Are you at liberty to talk about some some of the things that's going to be happening surrounding that monumental event?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, You know, we're celebrating Kwanzaa as uh, presented to us by Milana Karenga. I was created in 1966. Uh, we have it every year. We celebrate the seven principles and seven days that after Christmas. Uh, I like to think that is the black person's alternative to Christmas. And, you know, you, 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 get, you don't get very far if you tell black people what they shouldn't be doing. So our message is, you know, you can celebrate Kwanzaa and Christmas at the same time. Uh, the reality is we need to focus on Kwanzaa because it creates, it has the principles of independence, of nation building, acquiring your own name, uh, acquiring your history basically the answer to all our problems christmas mm-hmm. is not the answer to all our problems christmas is the detriment it is the epitome of the reason why we are the way we are and, and where we are uh, uh currently in america uh why right. ju- uh just as else are part of the first day the opening day moja unity uh december 26th and we're holding something that we hold every year I'm part of the, just as else myself, we're part of the Coalition here in the Capital District. Uh, and uh, in the Empire Building, one of our, our biggest, in the museum, our, our biggest uh, platform a building here in Albany, we have that first day uh, I'm emceeing, we uh, have vendors, we have entertainment, uh, we have libations, we're recognizing the children, uh, we're rolling out programs moving forward in 2020. Uh, for justice L so it's going to be a really big event. We have to realize that the solution is in our hands, and you know the the, the Byron Allen recent, uh, recent the recent Byron, Byron Allen uh, interview have shown us some of the things that we're up against in regards to economic wealth that these folks have billions of dollars allocated to themselves, and none of the money comes down to us. So our jobs, the pennies and nickels that we got, as Minister Malcolm said, you put your nickels and pennies and dimes together yourself and create something for yourself. And everybody's invested in it. And, it. and when everybody's invested in something, it's very difficult to take it away. You understand the brothers and sisters in Tulsa had some guns, but they didn't have enough guns. As a matter of fact, they ran out uh, the, rev- the real revolutionaries of the community because they felt they were safe, because they thought that they had their thing and they was going to be left alone. And then realize white supremacy. As Dr. President Wilson said, as Dr. Navy Fuller said, if you don't understand white supremacy and everything else will confuse you. So uh, we get we give those messages in Kwanzaa. We like to make sure that it's there's it's a militant element to it, even though it was created to combat the militant evident, uh, element. Uh, we're, we're infusing it back in. So that's what we're doing uh, this year. Yeah. That's right. For those
0: that are just joining us, I am speaking with the brother Minister X, who is from the podcast, Get Your Hand Out of My Pocket, and it deals with Markham X and some of the principles and teachings that Markham X stood on. Now, we're dealing with Markham X, brother. Markham X says, to run from black people that white races love, and run to black people that white racists hate. Mm. So we got to run to our brother that's doing the work and that's doing it in the spirit of Mark X So I want everybody to go out and support that podcast. Now, we only have a few minutes left, brother. I want you to leave us something within your, in your last closing words. But before that, I want you to let everybody know where they can find you on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or any of your social media platforms and um, leave us with some final words brother.
2: sure thing um, you can find me on Instagram uh, at get your of my pocket on word you can find us on Facebook get you in my pocket and my uh, personal Facebook page is the Quinn mr. X two words um... And you also can find us on YouTube. Get your hand on my pocket. Your green logo. And also soundcloud.com slash G-Y-H-O-N-P. So we're on several mediums. Uh, I did with several different things through the several me- uh, several different mediums. But uh, people listen to all of them. I had a sister close to me uh, who was kind of on the fringe of consciousness and unconsciousness and binged to listen to Get Your Hand in My Pocket and she was on fire. So that's the, that is the reason and, and proponent uh, for a podcast to have real black media. Um, and we want to join that on a mass level because we feel at this point in time that our people are waking up uh, abundantly. And we want to involve ourselves in the freedom struggle and in the, in the voice of, of media, but at the same time, be on the ground. That was, that was the premise of Get Your Hand in My Pocket. Not only to be behind the mic, talking the ish, but being on the ground and stomping with the people. And we've been a part of several... Uh, skirmishes with the police. We've been a part of several uh, peace walks with our people as we know how we feel about peace walks. But you have to be involved in it because ultimately you have to tell them, hey, this isn't working. Uh, but if you're not there with them and you tell them it ain't working, they're not gonna listen to you. But if you're there and your feet bleeding like this and you're crying or you if you're not crying, you, you're the shoulder that they're leaning on. When it comes time to say, hey man, this ain't working, what do we do? This is where get your head in my pocket. And people who are part of the freedom struggle and in it, and its real purpose to get our people freedom, justice, and equality. The, the, uh, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught to, told us about the fall of a man and the fact that if we want real freedom, yeah, you can get your, your states, uh, southern, uh, what, southern part of the United States, western part of the United States, northern and eastern, but white folks won't allow that to just happen. You're going to have to fight and defend what you get. This is why Minister Malcolm talked about self-defense. You don't have to have an aggressive attack towards white folks. They'll come to you if you get what is uh, uh, owed to you. And, you know, ultimately this is what we stand on. And we try to get specific with uh, uh, systematic white supremacy. We like to get specific of certain laws that they have put in place to continue to amass the wealth that they have and protect it through law. So land that is uh, already established in the United States that they got two or 300 years ago have already been covered by the uh, United States uh, Constitution and black folks won't be able to get to it. So I leave with you know with that message, and those are things that we're going to deal with, and we're going to deal with it forcefully and uh, earnestly. Get your hand out of my pocket. That's right. I love
0: that you say we're going to deal with it forcefully and honestly, because that's what we need to do as a group of people. And I'm going to leave you with the words of Mark Max when he said. That we suffer from political oppression, economic exploitation, and social degradation. Mm -hmm. He said that many years ago, and it's 2019, and nothing has changed. But as the brother said, we got boots on the ground, we got warriors, we got soldiers, we got people that are standing on the front line, and all it takes is for one brother, one sister to join forces we don't need everybody we just need a few of our diehard warriors to fight for this liberation of freedom justice and equality so that we can all deserve it all right brother it was a pleasure speaking to you my name is Raheem Shabazz and for those that are just joining us, we are interviewing Minister X peace and black power family get your hand out of my pocket
2: yo what's going on everybody is your man mr x get your hand out of my pocket letting you know to catch our brand new podcast on soundcloud.com slash g-y-h-o-n-p go to youtube page right now subscribe right now listen right now we're on twitter and we're on facebook and we're on instagram we got the information we're combining consciousness with activism don't be on the couch yakking at yak get out do some real work so check us out and get your hand out of my pocket youtube i hope to see you there because it's brand new it's fast acting and we on the ground trust yo i only got one thing to say to you get your hand out of my pocket there's a war going on and don't get scared now peace
1: Elementary Genocide provides a critical expose of mass incarceration, the war on drugs, and the connection between slavery, capitalism, and the prison industrial complex. Visit our website at www.elementarygenocide.com. Now available, Elementary Genocide, the school-to-prison pipeline, Elementary Genocide 2, the Board of Education versus the Board of Incarceration, and the newest release, Elementary Genocide 3, Academic Holocaust, Log on today to purchase your very own three-set docuseries.
0: Tune in for The Drop.
1: I am Dr. Kira Taylor, and when I'm tired of listening to fake news, I will listen to some real news, and I will check into the Necessary Blackness podcast with my friend Raheem Shabazz.
0: Aeem Shabazz is one of my guys from way back And you're now listening to his show Necessary Blackness Podcast stay tuned.
1: This is Akula of cool Cultivated Roots Media and I choose to tune in to Necessary Blackness because staying connected to my blackness is very
0: necessary. This is Shalee. When I'm not in the gym, I'm checking my son out on his podcast. Make sure you check out Raheem Shabazz.
2: Yeah, this is Professor Ed Garns. When I am not spreading liberation theology throughout my classrooms as an African-centered therapist, I am chilling with my homie, Raheem Shabazz on the Necessary 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 blackness podcast it's essential yo that's what i'm talking about man
1: you'll hear it here first (laughs) now our feature presentation
0: peace and black power family this is your host raheem shabazz and we are back from our quick commercial break and before i leave i wanted to talk with the family about a very important issue that is coming up and it's coming up november 4th and it will be decided by the supreme court and this is the case of byron allen versus comcast on november 14th the supreme court will decide the case and for those that haven't been following the news on this historical case byron allen is using the civil rights act of 1866 the civil rights act is more than 150 years old and this civil rights act protects black people from discriminatory business practices. Now, the Supreme Court justice will have to decide whether or not a company's decision to not award a contract, a job to a black person could be 99% based on the reason of race and only one percent based on lack of sufficient experience in the industry and we know that is not the case with brother byron allen we also know that 80 lesser known white owned channels was awarded contracts from Comcast. We also know that Comcast executives was overheard saying we don't need another Bob Johnson. For those that are not familiar who Bob Johnson is, he is the former owner of BET and a self-made millionaire, a black man. So they don't want another black billionaire to come into the entertainment industry and be able to employ black people to have programmers that reflect our values, our interests, and our principles. So this is a very historical case. Byron Allen has proven himself time and time again that he is an entrepreneur, a self made billionaire that knows how to run a a broadcast industry. He has brought 11 television stations valued at $290 million. Uh, That brings his total investment into the broadcast industry to $455 million. This man is more than capable of having contracts and having more television shows as well as channels on the Comcast network. Byron Allen has been able to show that there is a history of bias and racism when it comes to minorities that they use in their uh, amicus brief being discriminated from purchasing channels on Comcast and this Supreme Court case is very peculiar because Byron Allen bears the burden of having to show that race was the motivating factor in their decision. He has to prove that 99% of their denial of awarding him a contract was based on race, and 1% was only based on if he had sufficient knowledge or expertise in the industry and here's the kicker now here's the kicker donald trump which controls the doj department of justice he filed the amicus brief which means friend of the court to support comcast in their move to deny him these broadcast channels another uh, takeaway from the whole situation is comcast spends 25 billion dollars annually On channel licenses. Now, out of that 25 billion, less than three million are spent on 100% black-owned media. This is why we have to have the new black media. We have to be able to tell our story from our narrative on our own platform. So this is why it's very important for y'all to tune in to individuals podcast and tune into individuals platform and channel and it gets your news and your perspective from people that look like you that think like you and that act like you so with that i'm gonna conclude this i want everybody to tune in to this decision that's gonna happen november 14th make sure you tweet about it make sure you talk to your family your friends And I don't know if it's going to be broadcast live because they usually don't do that with Supreme Court rulings. But I can guarantee you every major network is going to be talking about this. This is big news and the effects of it. If it comes down that his lawsuit is denied, it's going to have effect on black America. So that's why, once again, family, it's very important that we support black media. So continue to support Necessary Blackness podcast. And if you want to send us a donation to make sure that we come on the air every week, make sure you send that cash app, Raheem Shabazz or make sure you send it to us by PayPal and using the email Raheem.Shabazz at Gmail. That's it for us this week. I will return Sunday. So make sure y'all stay tuned. This is Necessary Blackness Podcast. I'm out. Peace and love, black family.